Hey, Oil Country, this is Taylor Hall. Hey, this is Connor McDavid. Double team, got it back. Score! What a beautiful move! And welcome back, Connor! This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I'm Leon Dreisel. This is Jordan Eberle from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid feeds Eberle for the hat trick. He's got it! This, this is Oil Country. Wheeler to Myers. Watch out, what a save by Cam Talbot. He got him with a left pass. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Ched. And welcome everybody, Bob Stopper joining you. This is uh, Oilers Now in studio, a rare studio appearance. Monday edition of Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex, Canada's largest Canon dealership, where their main goal is to save you time and money and provide true Alberta service. Check them out at digitex.ca. Digitex now has a massive supplies division where you can find paper and supplies for all brands of office equipment. Hugh Porter and the gang down at Digitex, they will look after you, and they will not send Brian Hall to be your serviceman. That's important to know. On uh, today's edition of Voters Now, a recap of uh, the conclusion of a four-game road trip, a 2-1 victory last night, in large part to the NHL's Player of the Week, Cam Talbot. We will uh, hook up with Mike Johnson from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Brendan, because I'm in studio today, by the way, nice to see your smiling face, um, we will uh, open up the phone lines for at least 45 minutes to an hour, probably 12.50-ish to about one forty-five. It's nice to see your smiling face as well, Bob. Sometimes when you come back from these road trips, that's not the case. So Yeah. Well, well three wins <laughs> yeah, out of four. Exactly. You know, it's amazing what happens when a goaltender puts together a 960 save percentage over stretch, right? I mean, it's funny how teams find ways to win. Uh, Steve Hamilton, the Edmonton Oil Kings tonight against the Saskatoon Blades. Must-win game for the Edmonton Oil Kings. They need to hold off a surging uh, medicine at, I think technically Saskatoon's still in the mix for that eighth and final playoff spot, and they'll have the uh, wonderful opportunity to face the hottest team in the Western Hockey League, the Brandon Weekings, in the opening round of the playoffs. Wow, Brandon is just scorching everybody. The Oilers, meanwhile, well, they're uh, getting her done, and it ain't pretty, but it's been effective. Three out of four. A road trip that started with a brilliant performance start and finish from Connor McDavid in Buffalo in a 2-1 win. And then uh, a big victory for the Edmonton Oilers over the uh, Philadelphia Flyers 4-0 where Cam Talbot pitched a shutout. Uh, they started Lou uh, Laurent Brassois on Friday in Columbus. The Oilers were not good early. Sleep at the wheel. Uh, Brassois gave up two bad ones. He'd be the first to admit to that. Oilers ended up losing 6-3. And then they concluded yesterday with a 2-1 victory in Winnipeg. Uh, it was a strange game. The Oilers had, I mean, Connor McDavid on a breakaway. Connor McDavid a breakdown the left side. Neil Yakupov, a stone-cold look. You also had, uh, what else did we have going on in that game? We had, uh, you know, a couple other guys... Uh, good opportunity for Korpakoski, high slot, lots of chances. Do the recap right now. We have Cam. We can bring him on right after the recap. All right. Uh, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we are going to get to the audio recap of uh, last night's game, the Edmonton Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets, and it was in large part the Cam Talbot story. 
Mikhail Yakupov comes the other way, feeds McDavid for a breakaway. McDavid backhanded and odd by Pavlik. Maroon back to dry side of left circle, feeds Hall around Buffalo center. What timer score? And it's Patrick Maroon again for the Edmonton Oilers. That's two goals and four points in his first three games with Edmonton. Squirted out to Myers, and now Wheeler centering pass. What timer score? We are tied at one, and Mark Shifley remains red hot. That's six goals in his last three games. This one, the equalizer, with 13.44 to play in the second period. Korpakowski advances to McDavid with Enstrom back defensively. He centers one-timer. Clendenning didn't get it off. Sekra's open. Couldn't pull the trigger. Now a back at her save. Rebound score. Korpakowski bangs it in, and it's 2-1 Edmonton. Korpakowski, who had that long drought, 32 games without a goal, now has two in his last three, and the Oilers have another lead in this hockey game. Shifley loads, fires off the post! Six seconds to play! Sekra's trying to hold on, it's loose along the boards, one second, time expires, and Cam Talbot with 39 saves preserves a 2-1 Edmonton victory. The Oilers claim three on the same road trip for the first time since the fall of 2010. All right, you heard Jack Michaels, and we'll uh, get to some more uh, comments from Todd McClellan and Laurie Korpakoski uh, on various different aspects of the Oilers' win last night. But we're pleased to be joined down at the uh, oil drum at Rexall Place by the NHL's first star of the week, Cam Talbot. Cam, it's Bob Stoffer. How are you doing? Good, Bob. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Uh, came a little early this morning, to be frank with you, but you guys are used to it. It's uh, all part and parcel. comes with the territory. Um, you're, you're on quite a roll right now. 3-0 this week, a 0.65 goals against average and a .981 save percentage. I think since the middle of December, you're, you have the highest save percentage in the National Hockey League. You have guys that have had minimum 25 appearances. I think you're at 930. So uh, obviously it's going pretty well for you personally. Uh, to what do you credit um, this uh, recent run of success? Um, I think I have to give credit a lot to the guys and how we've been playing as of late. And, uh, I mean, we really made a conscious effort to kind of uh, focus on a few details in our game, and I think that we've done a really good job of that as of late. And uh, it's translated into some some big wins and some confidence for this group. You know, uh, the thing I admired, Cam, is is when Anders Nielsen put together that five-game winning streak, uh, I saw, in my mind, I thought you worked even harder to try to find your game to be ready to go. And is there a lesson in that that you 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 know you can't get down on yourselves and you got I mean you you were brought in here to be the number one goalie, um, you, you know you got to stay with it, don't you? Yeah, I think that's that's the biggest thing is you can't start to feel sorry for yourself. You just have to put your work boots on and and get ready for that next start whenever it may come. I mean, Nilly went on a, a really big run there for us, and um, I just want to stay ready and and stay. Uh, uh, stay strong and be ready whenever I got the, the next call, and I think I was able to do that. And working with uh, Dustin Schwartz, they really helped me out a lot during that stretch. So, um, I mean, just um, like I said, you can't get down on yourself. Just put your work boots on, get back on the horse, and uh, get out there and ready to play your next game. Cam, how important is it for a, an experienced goaltender? And relative to this team, you are an experienced goaltender, to be uh, calm and under control and not too demonstrative, and have the right body language with a young developing team like the Oilers? Yeah, I think that, that that's a big part of it. I mean, you can't let your emotions show up too much, especially uh, when things aren't going too well because it can bring down the group a, 
pretty quickly. So I think that um, keeping a positive outlook and a positive uh, mindset, I think, goes a long way to to kind of show uh, the, these younger guys maybe um, that when things aren't going so well that uh, you just have to stay positive and things will start to turn around for you if you have the right mindset. We're joined by NHL First Star of the Week, Cam Talbot, Bob Stoffer with you on uh, Oilers Now. Uh, Brandon Davidson has grown by leaps and bounds. It's been an amazing story. And I will tell you, Cam, that uh, the last couple of years, wherever I go, pro scouts would say, don't put Davidson on waivers because we're going to claim him. We like him. Uh, that being said, that was a tough loss for you guys to suffer, a tough emotional loss, given the fact that he's leading your team in time on ice over the last 12 games. What can you say about the other five guys who stepped up in front of you last night? Yeah, I mean, when a guy like Davey goes down, like you said, he's been playing so much for us and playing great hockey right now. Um, when you lose a guy like that early in the first period, um, it's not an easy job to recover, especially against a, a big, meaty forward group like Winnipeg has there. But um, you got to give credit to the, our other five defensemen last night. They um, they came out and they battled hard, shift in and shift out against those guys. And, and uh, it was a really gutsy game by that group, and you can't say enough good things about them last night and how hard they battled. In layman's terms, if possible, could you explain the difference between an Allaire coached style from a goaltending perspective and maybe what Dustin Schwartz is uh, bringing because it is a little bit different. It is a little bit different, but there are a lot of similarities which made the transition um, not seamless, but it made it a lot easier. Um, Benny's just more of more or less positive reinforcement, go out there, just just stop the puck kind of thing. and. And uh, Swartz is a little bit more technical, but I think that's good. I think the technical aspects that Swartz has been able to to teach me, I've put in my game along with what I learned from Benoit, and uh, now I feel more comfortable and confident than I than I ever have in my career. I'm going to uh, wager a little bit here that uh, Dustin Schwartz probably shoots the puck a little bit better than Ben Waller. Is that fair? Uh, Schwartz, does have a heck of a shot, but you'd be surprised at how hard Benny can rip really? sometimes. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was funny because anytime guys couldn't score on us in a goalie drill or something like that to start practice, Benny would step up and just go bar down, kind of like Schwartz does. So uh, I think it uh, must be uh, an attribute that goalie coaches have to have. Well, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. Uh, you get the San Jose Sharks tomorrow night. It really, this is kind of like a, a, a six-game road trip for you. I mean, you're in Edmonton for less than 48 hours. Um, obviously, uh, another big one against Todd McClellan's old team. Yeah, I um, mean, it'd still be nice to be home in front of our home fans and stuff like that off of uh, a big emotional road trip there where we got a uh, few big games out of our group. And uh, like I said, it'd be nice to, to be home just for that game to uh, hopefully get a big one in front of our fans for uh, for them and for Todd against his old team and uh, go back on the road for a game and then come back for uh, a nice homestand uh, uh, to for kind of wind down the, the rest of the season here. Yeah, one final one for you, uh, just to wrap up, Cam. Uh, Peter Shirelli referred to your three-year contract extension as a bridge deal. I would take that as a compliment. He was dangling the carrot there, wasn't he? Uh, I first time I've heard that but yeah I guess so uh, I, I guess I'll have to keep this up for a few more years and then we'll have to go from there well I don't know if you can keep up 960 <laughs> but keep it going and uh, we'll see you down on the rink tomorrow thanks for your time Cam thanks guys you bet that is Cam Talbot he is the NHL's uh, first star of the week again 3-0 and 0.65 goals against average and a point sorry I got it wrong it was a point nine eight one save percentage is that all uh, it's been uh, it's been Unbelievable. Here's Oilers head coach Todd McClellan last night on the performance of his goaltender Cam Talbot. Yeah, it's almost becoming routine for him. And I don't, don't mean the effort's easy by any means, but the uh, the results of him uh, being a wall back there and giving us an opportunity to scratch and claw for uh, for wins is uh, 
it's been pretty impressive. Um, he got a little rest when we went to Columbus, and um, you know if we can keep him up and running and healthy, um, not only this year but moving forward, we feel we've got a really good one there. That is uh, Edmonton Oilers head coach Todd McClellan, who made a uh, subtle adjustment last night. Uh, Nail Yakupov on back-to-back shifts. Uh, on one, he got caught on the wrong side of the ice, lost a puck battle down low. It wasn't I, – I just – for me, I don't think Everly and Yakupov can play on the same line. I don't care – like, hypothetically, Yakupov could play with Dreisaitl and Hall. I'd be fine with that. But I don't think Everly and Yakupov can play on the same line. They're both sort of complementary wingers. But they made a move, and they played Lori Korpakoski. Uh, Todd McClellan put Korpakoski on a line with McDavid, and Korpakoski assisted in a little support down around the net. Here's Oilers head coach Todd McClellan. Well, I, I, we were in a tight game, and I thought that line was giving up far too many opportunities against. And Korpi was playing hard on the walls. This team pinches a lot. They do uh, some heavy board work. And Korpi was real strong on the board. So it was a more defensive mover on our maneuver on our behalf, not necessarily an offensive one, but... He went to the net. Um, we got a puck there. He scored in the blue paint, so good for him. And Laurie Korpakoski had this to say about his goal. It turned out to be the eventual game winner. Well, uh, I think Connor made a good play, uh, you know, chipping the puck in and then make a play on the second wave. And, and I just kind of hang around the net. Uh, that's where usually the puck kind of comes in there. So it's lucky to put it in and, and, uh, and uh, get the second goal there. Well, yeah, i got to make sure they, uh, you know, they... Uh, Got the freedom to go when they need to, and uh, and uh, make sure we don't get burned the other way. And and but well, you can't think about it too much either. You got to go in, just play, play your game, and and uh, and you'll get the, you'll make the plays along the way there. So uh, so yeah, it was fun uh, playing them for there for a couple periods for sure. That's Laurie Korpakoski who got the game-winning goal last night, his second goal in the last three games after not scoring in 32. Before that, he had a hat trick against the New York Rangers. Glenn say the retirement night. Oilers picked up Patrick Maroon in that uh, trade deadline day deal. The Anaheim Ducks, so far, so good. Two goals, four points. He's been in a fight. He's, I think he's plus three or plus four as an Oilers. Here's Oilers head coach Todd McClellan on Patrick Maroon. Uh, I'll take the blame for this, Bob. I don't have that clip ready well, to go. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I put it on the script, but I forgot to move it over to the folder. Oh, well, that's, uh, I, my guess is Todd's probably pretty happy with what we're seeing out of Patrick Maroon. That's uh, that, that's that. Hey, good for you for uh, stepping up. Did you like how I covered for you last week? That yeah. Yeah? Yeah, well, it's tough business, you know, getting all these clips ready. No, well, I'm just hey, kidding. Hey. You it's easy. I Mistakes should, it should be ready. You know, it's all, just remember, when you're broadcasting and broadcasting sports, it's not like the patient dies on the table here. Mistakes happen. Deal with it. It's not a life or death situation. Doc- I was so excited to have you back in the studio, Bob. I completely forgot. So. Uh, that's, it's quite all right. Doctors have a tough job. You know, sportscasters, even when you're with a team that struggled as bad as the others and had, you know, you'd have people come up to you and... <sighs> complain at you in the bar when you just want to go and have nachos and eight beers to drown your sorrows, you know, have a little alone time. No, it's great. I'm kidding. Uh, anyhow, a reminder, you can email us at oilersnow at 630chat.com. It's presented by Holmes by Abby. You can text us at 630-630. We are on Twitter at Oilers Now. My personal Twitter handle is Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan's is at Brendan Ulrich. And for podcasts of the show, go to 630chat.com slash podcast. Tomorrow, Stoffer Inspector, 1230 to 130. It is brought to you by HRA. Horse Racing Alberta. This province was built on the back of a horse. Proud contributors to the Alberta Lottery Fund. HRA, 7,000 employed, 7,000 horses. Uh, we will do this. We will throw to a quick uh, timeout, come back, and we'll hit on an extended NHL today. There's a huge, and I mean a huge game, and it's a late one. I'm just, Kath, I'm letting you know right now, 
I'm watching the Ducks and the Capitals tonight. We'll tell you about that a little bit later on and a quick thought on Peyton Manning's retirement today as well. This is Oilers. Hi, this is Taylor Hoff and your Edmonton Oilers. You're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Great song. 1224 at Edmonton. Welcome back, Oilers Now. Minor hockey season closing down, but there's still a time to salute your rink's home ice hero. Watch a video of the latest winner and nominate your own hero at atb.com backslash home ice ATB, you have goals, they have assists. A couple other notes. Uh, the order is holding a uh, off-ice workout today. Oscar Clefbaum, uh, Todd McClellan saying now back in full equipment, though, and starting to uh, skate uh, more long-term than short-term on Brandon Davidson, and that was a given if you saw him uh, leave the ice uh, last night in uh, Winnipeg. The order has also made a small move. Basically, it's a trade, but it's not. They have loaned forward Andrew Miller to Charlotte of the American Hockey League, and Charlotte sends Edmonton or to Bakersfield, uh, Zach Boychuk. Now, Boychuk remains Carolina property. Miller remains Edmonton property. Given where the two players are at in the juncture in their careers, uh, consider both guys looking for a new start and uh, a new opportunity. That's usually how those sort of deals happen. And it wouldn't have surprised me if maybe there was uh, some minor league action that the Oilers were potentially trying to consummate just before the trade deadline, but they had bigger fish to fry, namely the Patrick Maroon deal. We go to uh, NHL today. It is brought to you by Kentwood Ford. Kentwood Ford with relationships with Oilers past and present with the uh, Go Auto Go Ford group, including Cam Talbot and Neil Yakupov and Taylor Hall. Uh, what do we got tonight? Seven games in total in the National Hockey League. The Washington Capitals against the Anaheim Ducks. This one's in Anaheim. The Ducks have won 11 straight. The Caps are first team in the NHL to reach 100 points. Lightning against the Flyers. The Bolts trying for their 10th straight win. Flyers are four points back of the Red Wings for a wild card spot with the game in hand. Buffalo is in Toronto. First time Jack Eichel plays at the ACC. Milan Mahalik set to make his Leafs debut. Boston in Florida play the Panthers. Panthers are a point up on Boston for second in the Atlantic. The Panthers have been staggering of late. Haven't really been uh, playing too well. They were down a few forwards for a while. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes at Colorado. Mikhail Bodker or Michael Bodker playing his former team for the first time. The Avs are two points back of the Minnesota Wild for a wild card spot. I do want to mention Minnesota has been slumping. Uh, Devin Dubnik, nine of his 13 starts since the All Star break, he's given up three or more goals. San Jose, they're in Edmonton tomorrow. They're at Calgary tonight, first of a back to back for the Sharks. Uh, the Flames ended a seven game losing streak with a 4 2 win over Pittsburgh on Saturday. And uh, the Vancouver Canucks at L.A. Henrik Sedin out, upper body injury. They sit two pa- the uh, Kings two points behind the, the Ducks. The Ducks back in first place in the Pacific. We mentioned uh, Cam Talbot, the first star of the week. Mark Shifley, he was on fire. Six goals and seven points in four games. Brent Burns, uh, three goals, six points in three games is the third star of the week. Bakersfield Condors beat San Jose 3-2 on Saturday. Reinhardt. Ham, uh, Hamilton and Ford scoring the goals. Condors lost uh, 4-2 to uh, San Jose Sunday. Jajar Kaira and Mitch Moraz back after being out for an extended time frame uh, scoring. And by the way, speaking of Bakersfield, something has to give with the defense. Have the Oilers pushed anything out yet on that, uh, Brendan? Have you, I don't think so. Not, not uh, as of yet. Uh, figured out um, the two most likely scenarios to be recalled will be either Jordan Osterle or Griffin Reinhardt uh, to uh, replace uh, Brandon Davidson because they can't play 
both Adam Clendenning and Nikita Nikitin. They're going to have to. So my guess is the orders are going to call up a guy, and it'll be either Reinhardt or Osterley. The uh, Edmonton Oil Kings losing 5-3 to Medicine Hat on Friday. Tigers scored the winner with 31 seconds left in the third period. Oil Kings host, as we mentioned, the Saskatoon Blades tonight. The Alberta Golden Bears swept in Saskatchewan this weekend at the Doghouse. Both teams have already qualified for nationals. Alberta only scored twice, watched a bit of both games. Not greasy enough. The Huskies were better. There's no other way to say it. The Bears have a lot of fifth-year players. They pushed hard to ensure that they'd be going to the national championship, but it's certainly a drop-off uh, in uh, Saskatoon on the weekend. When we come back uh, after a 6.30 Chad news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, we will hook up with Mike Johnson from NHL Hockey on Rogers. This is Oilers Now.